The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Last weekend, I led a retreat at the Holy Family Retreat Center at Oxley, just outside of Harrow, and had some parishioners from Chatham, from London, from Tilsonburg, and it was a faithcation. You ever heard of that before? It's going on a faith holiday. Isn't that fun? It's enticing, right? Beautiful place, the retreat house, right uh, along Lake Erie. Beautiful spot of prayer. It's been around for a number of years. Our diocesan retreat center will be looking to book a faithcation next year, so please take a look. But the uh, focus of the retreat was called Untold Blessings, and it has a connection with our readings today, especially the gospel we just heard of this call and need for humility. And that is strengthened in the first reading from the Old Testament from the book of Sirach, reminding us that really we have to open our hearts. To be humble opens up our hearts to God. And there were three major topics discussed uh, on this retreat. The first was placing God at the center. It's super important to be able to place God at the center. Second was that we have to recognize that we are sinners. We're not perfect. We all make mistakes and we need help. We need help from God. We need help from one another. And the world does not revolve around us. That's the hardest one, I think. You know, we're not the centers of the universe. Not everything is going to go our way. And in fact, by placing God at the center, everything revolves around him. And to live our lives most fully is to place God at the center, to recognize we need him. But the most fully way we live our lives and the most complete way is by following his will, where he calls us, to share and live the good news. 
Well, this comes into, uh, I just finished a four homily message series called The Game Plan. Well, here's the sequel. Kind of like Back to the Future 2. That was a really good sequel, wasn't it? No one remembers that from a long time ago. This is the game plan part two. As we continue to look as a family perishes, I think with a humble and loving heart to help change the world, to be on mission to proclaim his love. And for that to happen, in the first uh, series, I talked about the two pillars of forming disciples who reach out to all. I talked about the different six qualities of a faithful disciple that's kind of going to drive our ministries and our programs so that we are strengthened to have the courage to proclaim the good news. I talked about how the different ways we're going to approach our ministries and our programs and our focus in terms of access points like reaching out to our schools, Catholic schools, connecting with our sacramental families in very intentional ways. If you want more details of that, go to um, the family website. There'll be a link and you can kind of review this part one of this series as we move forward, laying out our pastoral vision probably for the next 10 years. Not to just transform our family of parishes, but to help transform Chatham and the world, placing God at the center. In the first reading from Sirach, we heard, the person whose service is pleasing to the Lord will be accepted and their prayer will reach the clouds. Beautiful words. It reminds us as we are looking to be these faithful and loving disciples that when we do good works, when we serve, when we sacrifice for others, especially the poor, to those in need, to those who are alone or forgotten, to those who are searching for Christ, we are in a moment of grace. And one of the things on the retreat last weekend, people were sharing uh, about these untold blessings, about placing Christ at the center of their lives. They shared some of their ministry work, one of them being a Eucharistic minister bringing communion to the homebound and how what a privilege it is and this one person was sharing to bring Jesus and the gift of the Eucharist to those who can't get to Mass and of course we have a number of Eucharistic ministers that do that in our family but she described this fact that when she came to bring communion it wasn't just about bringing communion but to be able to sit and chat and get to know the people and really bring a presence of Jesus in the Eucharist but in ourselves and she shared the richness of what she benefited and I think it's describing this the person whose service is pleasing to the Lord will be accepted and reached to the heavens when we follow where God calls and when we serve which we're all called through the gift of our baptism we connect with heaven in a very special way. Not only do we connect with heaven, but we become a conduit for others to experience God's grace. And the more we do it, and the greater number of people that do it in our family of parishes, the brighter the light and the love of God shines. But in order for us to do this, we need that sense of humility 
And we need to know where God is calling us, and we've got to listen. In the gospel, there's this contrast of placing Christ in the center, placing God in the center, or placing ourselves in the center. When this Pharisees and this tax collector pray in church, the Pharisee prays, thank you, God, that I'm not like him. Look how good I am. I fast. I give one-tenth of my money to the church. How awesome am I? There's no sense of humility. There's no openness to listening and to hearing God's grace. What about the humble tax collector who cannot even look up to heaven God, have mercy on me. Jesus says, I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Humility in discipleship is super important because we humble ourselves knowing that we need God not to live the way we want to live but we need god to help us guide us to where he wants us to go but it also allows us to see those around us to connect with those who are with us you know even coming to church sometimes we can be so focused coming into church coming to mass and praying that father john has a short homily keep praying and then we kind of leave because we're on to the next thing of the day, which is fine. But have we connected with people around us? Have we seen the person maybe that we know that maybe is not having a good day? Maybe in need of just a hello, how are you doing? Connecting with those who are in need outside the doors of the church. How are we called? And so humility and uh, seeking out of God's grace, I think, opens up our eyes to this understanding, which then helps us be those faithful disciples to be conduits of God's grace. A perfect example of someone, I think, who did that is St. Paul, as we hear in the second reading, his letter to Timothy. This is kind of his farewell. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. You all have to take up, Timothy and your followers, take up the mantle to proclaim the gospel. And he says, but the Lord stood by me because he at a time was abandoned. He was alone in trying to proclaim the resurrection. But the Lord stood by me and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. St. Paul becomes a perfect example for us of humility, of uh, understanding, and of service that we're all called to be, despite the challenges, despite sometimes the realities that we have to stand outside of the group to be able to proclaim God's love and God's mercy with humility, with compassion, but willing to sacrifice. And that becomes so important for us.
And I think as we kind of unfold in this message series for me is what are the, over the next four years, how are we going to build up and how are we going to layer the different ministries and programs so that there's a process, but that there is an intentionality to it. And for this year, kind of starting kind of sometime in November, we're going to kind of inaugurate a year of welcome and family as a way over the next four to five years, carrying on some things to build up slowly and humbly our community of faith to be a sign of light in the world. Now, what does that mean? And this is, these are the last points of my reflection today. We're going to look at focusing on building relationships. We're going to take time and introduce ministries and programs, and some of that we've already done, to get to know one another again, especially after the pandemic. We've been disconnected. And so we need to create opportunities to connect, like the family movie nights, like the Thursday morning Good Place Cafe after the Thursday morning 9.30 Mass at St. Ursula's, like the parish breakfasts, like other social opportunities, the faith movie series. There'll be more in which we have opportunities just to come together, just to catch up and to recognize that we're not alone. So more social opportunities safely in the midst of you know, our pandemic numbers to be able to be reacquainted with one another. We're going to focus in on hospitality and welcome as we continue to recruit, but also redevelop our mass hosts. You know, the signage in the churches, all these different ways in which we want to welcome and be able to direct people. So we want to be generous and welcoming to those who come to us. Community events, not only for the family parishes, but a little bit beyond as well to the greater community, again, to be reacquainted with one another. And I think that's so important in this post-pandemic world but as we're gonna to work together as one family. Accessibility, you know, the different programs and different events we wanna run, we wanna make sure that, especially in the winter, maybe some of the, our older parishioners can't make it to evening events, that we have opportunities for accessibility to different ministries and different programs that will help us become faithful disciples, even online opportunities, so that we can grow. But also, if we're inviting people who don't usually come to church, come to Mass, we want to make sure that the words to the Mass responses are on the screen so that people can easily celebrate and participate. And finally, uh, big outreach to our access points, like our Catholic schools, our sacramental families, which is already happening. So we're going to embrace all of us this opportunity of real welcome, hospitality, and family. And we're gonna need everyone to participate. One perfect example is after mass today, spend a couple of minutes chatting with those around you. You may have been sitting near these people for 20 years. You might not know their names. That's happened in parishes before. I recognize the face, but I've never spoken to you. Please don't talk during the homily while I'm coming to an end, but this I think freedom to get to know one another, to connect with one another, so that we're not individuals gathered for Mass, but that we're really one family, that we get to know one another. And how do I kind of sum up what kind of 
I think, image, what kind of thing that we would like to create. As I conclude, everybody knows the show Cheers. It debuted September 30th, 1982, 40 years ago. And everybody, that was an awesome show. And if you take a look at the lyrics of the, the, their opening song, making your, world in the, making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Everybody wanted to sing it, right? <laughs> Comes up better when you sing it. This year of welcome and family in the midst of our renewal is kind of like cheers. And if that's the only thing you remember from this homily, perfect. And we're waiting for Norm to walk into the church. But if we want to build this sense of family, build this sense of community, it's hard with five churches and eight weekend masses and all the different things. But slowly, if we want to, if we choose to, with humble hearts, not thinking of ourselves, but thinking about Christ and others, we can build this family. And when we know one another, we will take care of each other. When we're humble and we serve and sacrifice, we empower one another. Let us continue in this Mass being humble of heart and trying to create this sense of welcome, family, hospitality, and love where everybody knows your name.